Everybody comfortable? Yeah. Get your ass up when I'm talking. Hey, take it easy. It's showtime. It's showtime. Yeah. Feel the magic and soul of the YB. Welcome to that Davis show. I am Kenneth Davis. Of course, I have the executive producer of this show and flipping friends whenever we do that. D did ask last night, Ryan, when we're going to do another flip. So Good. Ryan Bukovsky, I told him right probably next week. Ryan Bukovsky, follow him at Ryan B. Ski and Ryan B. Ski one on Instagram. Follow me. I should have done this already. At that's Davis. Um, you can see our name, our, our handles right there uh, uh, by the lower left on my screen and on Ryan's screen. Uh, scan that QR code. Scan that code. Got to get into the uh, WNBA finals last night. Uh, Demaz and myself were out there, really enjoyed ourselves. Oh, really went there because of last week's show when Ryan and I was live. Fortunate enough, D was chiming in. And uh, I just said, let's go to the game. And D went and bought the tickets and I hit him up with the cash. And we we had a good time. Last night was a a fun time. But I'll get into that in a second when we go off top. So today we're going to talk about the the sky. We're going to talk about the Mercury getting their asses beat and and me not knowing the score for part of the game. We're going to talk about the Bears with their uh, it's Packers week. So the Bears are facing the pack. Um, This is a measuring stick. So we're definitely going to preview that game and then go around and get some top uh, matchups for the the NBA, not the NBA, the NFL. I'm sorry. And then we're going to give our NBA predictions. I watched the Bulls game last night. Um, I watched yesterday's. I watched yesterday's Bulls game when I got home last night. That was a great was, uh, Chicago night of basketball, right it, there. It, it, wasn't it? It, it re- but the only thing, Ryan, was I was watching it like you people really at the UC right now. Oh well, I, of course it wasn't right <laughs> yeah, now because yeah. it was. I was after it, but I was like. The sky are in the finals, and, right. and you are not get if you couldn't get into Wintrust, but you had to be at Wintrust last night. And I by mean, the way, I, that place looked packed on TV. That was the case, it was, right? It, it was. There was some open seats, but you could just tell someone was trying to scalp, and they probably didn't get the price they wanted. At first, we were slightly worried it was going to be at capacity, but still have some. But people were coming in late. Um, Demaz and I, uh, we got there first. I got downtown so fast. Me and Demaz was chatting, and I would keep looking at Blake Show Drive, like, "Damn, I am really hauling ass, right?" Like, I, but we, <laughs> it was like it wasn't on purpose because everybody was, kind of like, was at the UC. It was like exactly. <laughs> it was like old time's sake. Like we were just sitting there getting ready to do something as far as either record a show or go to it. You know what I'm saying? And we're just going back and forth or leaving the score. You know what I'm saying? Just all that stuff that we used to do. And so the next thing I know, we're already there and we're trying to figure out where we're going to park. And we just parked at McCormick Place and just like, you know, what, we're going to park in the garage. And we as soon as we pulled in the garage, it was a parking space. And the garage is less than a block away from where we had to go. And oh, trust maybe perfect. a block, you know, saying it, at the extent is maybe a block. But anyway, uh, let's let's kick it off. Let's go off top. I want to start off top with off top. Off top. top? Hippy. Oh, my people. If you don't know that. From from Red and Method Man and, and Blackout, you just don't know. All right. So uh, definitely had a great time last night with the Chicago Sky taking on the Phoenix Mercury, uh, revenging a past finals loss. Not revenge because you have to win the finals to actually do it. Uh, Brittany Griner didn't show up. Dorian Sarasi is tired. Uh, Skylar Diggins-Smith definitely gave it a good go. Um, the, the Sky were dominant. Um, Kalia Cop, I call her Kalia uh, Cynthia Cooper 
uh, even though she, her last name's Copper. Um, just, just ill. Just the young well, lady. Copper doesn't really work for her because she's playing like gold right now. You, you great point. Great. Get in good. <laughs> um, just great. A girl is going to get paid this offseason. Hopefully she gets paid here. Um, even listen, Diamond the Shield showed up. Um, it was a, a couple of little periods where um, Candace didn't have it, but I mean, Candace in this age is going to go through that. Then she got back in it. Um, just a, just a her great, leadership, though. Exactly. Oh, a, and the poise that she helps provide with yes. Coach Wade. And the uh, smart but, savviness, you know, having that veteran with right. know, guarding Griner and then mm-hmm. also just navigating the entire defense and just making some plays here and there when need be. It was such a great experience. Oh, and Vandersloot, uh, got to give her a shout out. She broke uh, the most 10 point assists in right. the was it WNBA. Nine? Believe it's no, nine. She, she it has 10? the yeah, record had, with 10. Just 10. Sue right. Bird had nine, and she uh, said, and four of those 10 have come in the finals, which is a record as well. We saw Sue Bird. We walked past the ESPN coverage uh, that was there. Oh, yeah. Celebrities oh, yeah. were out there. Dude, I didn't even know Prisker was there. I'm not saying he's a celebrity, Governor Prisker. <laughs> um, amid Demaz and I'll get to the. I'll, it's funny. I'll get to this part uh, after I because I, I, I want to get your experience at the Raiders game uh, from last week, and I'm going to get my experience because it's, it, it, they they it, they mirror each other. Even though yours was better because you were at well, uh, Alliant. Yours it, it was, was for a title though. You you got ludicrous, and I got the swag surfing <laughs> dudes. Which was fun, but the people in the audience didn't know the swag surf. And I was telling you, I was out of school when swag surfing come. I swag and I surf. So watch me surf and sag. I mean, swag, swag. I wasn't I, like, but I used to watch the video of them getting off the bus, the whole audience doing. I'm like, man, that looks like a lot of fun. Club so I'm dub. Ready, I'm ready to go. I'm like, let's swag surf. Uh, people were feeling it. It was a joyous, uh, everyone was happy. Um, Demise had left to go fi- find Chris Pennant, who was reporting on the game. So um, the seat next to me is empty and I'm trying to swag surf and the people around me are like this. And I'm like, man, if we sit here, we can blow the roof off this place. And I mean, it was a, it was a nice performance. Uh, they had this like um, a 40 year old band. Like, I mean, like a um, a marching band, like the retired South Shore drill team was out there it, mm. and they were great. They were like, it was a dude that was like in front of them and he was dancing and doing all this stuff. And you had the, these people playing. There may have been like seven or eight of them. It was entertaining. It's one. It's the WNBA. Not trying to take anything away. Uh, it's not the UC, but I mean the UC United Center gives such a high value of performance outside of the game. There's always something going on. If you go to some some basketball arenas and you're like, okay, I I get it's about the basketball, but you need to do something else because there's a little bit of downtime all around here or, or whatever. Um, so that was the cool part. Um, this was the negative, and it has nothing to do with the sky. Wintrust Arena, you're going to have to put some scoreboards up so we know the damn score. Oh, boy. That would annoy the hell out of me. The only scoreboard from the direction where we were sitting was behind the main uh, score, the main, uh, uh, what's the name? The uh, Titan or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. the Titan one. But the major Jumbotron that they had right there, behind it, Ryan, was the score. So I'm sure on the opposing side, the people couldn't see it either. You had to be on the sides to see the score. And they had the the the, the screens that ran along the whole entire base of the, the those banners, the basically. Yeah. 
They didn't put the. All they did was run advertising for the University of Chicago Medicine and something else, right? Oh man! It's like, so uh, and then so it, you have the four sides of the jumbotron, and then you have the corner slithers where they gave you the points, assisted rebounds of the players that were in the game. So it wasn't even like you could add up. There, the score, the points to know what the, the the entirety, the total of the game, because it was only the players that were in the game at that time. That's mm. the only knock I have is that you guys have to get four other scoreboards in position so we know what the hell the score is. People had to have their phone out to know. I mean, you knew they were. Oh, up that's by annoying. That's yeah, annoying. you knew they were. Up by, I didn't pull my phone out. I wasn't doing it. You're not getting that. Yeah. All right. I wasn't doing it. Also, it's a, it's a young brother who was doing a good job emceeing the house. Um, and he did this thing was like, we're going to let everybody know how loud we are in Chicago. We're going to do the wave. And he was running around the court and they were doing the wave. And uh, so they, everybody, yay. And D puts his hand up. He doesn't really get up. And he was like, well, at least I put my hand up. And because I was like, I said, I pay for them to entertain me. I'm not here <laughs> to entertain you. Classic no, no, no. response. <laughs> nah, son. Nah, you're not, dude. Just get out of here, right? Uh, but again, we had, so, we had so much fun, but we got caught. So we're sitting there and we're walking out and there's a bridge. And I say, hey, there's a bridge. And we're, we were going to go to Fat Poor, which is like uh counter counter corner from Wintrust. We we're going to go there. And the bridge would have brought us close to brought gotten us close to it. And but when we crawled and left out the arena and got on the bridge, we realized, hey, let's go back. But we were told we couldn't go back into the arena once you hit that bridge. Right. So we walked over the bridge and we found the elevator, but the elevator only went up. It didn't go down. So, yeah. Right. So then a it's Willy a, Wonka place. Are you at? Yeah. So then it's a parking garage. Right. So but we're on the second floor, if not the third, we're on the second floor of the parking garage and we don't know how to get down. There's no there's no elevator. So when you first enter the parking garage, there's no elevator or steps in the fir- in the vicinity to make you think, oh, I can get down. So you may just be walking in this parking garage before you find a way out. So we had passed. The, we had, no we fireman's passed. pole right in the middle just to get you down. No, none, none of that. None of that. <laughs> so we had passed this 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 lounge called the tap. So we go in there and I go to look for a server and I ask him, like, listen, how do we get out of here? And she gave me a couple of options. And then we decided, you know what? Let's just have a beverage here and some snacks here before we go home. Right. And Love D was it. like, they, D was like, they set us up. Right. Like they basically, they, they trap you in this maze to where you end up <laughs> at this place. So, I mean that, that, and then, so we're sitting there and these, these, these slightly older ladies are, are next to us who are very nice uh, ladies and we're enjoying stories um, you know, a little bit. We weren't heavily in each other's conversations, but there was some 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 cross talking or whatever. And the lady had told us a story about I won't even get into that. <laughs> like at this point in my life, it was a story about a, a, a former NBA player and someone that works here in Chicago and how she had saw this person that works here in Chicago with their child and the child looked like said NBA player. And mm. that the chat, the yeah, that was the story. And this would happen years and years ago. She was like, believe me, I don't make these stories up. And we like, OK, cool or whatever. But it was just it was a, it was a it was a pretty cool night. 
Um, the sky, I feel like some people aren't appreciating what the sky are doing here in Chicago. And what makes it even worse is, and it, I'm not trying to take away from, because this would be dope. Even when they was in Rosemont, I, I was, I've always rooted for the sky hard, but the fact that they couldn't keep their dominant players always frustrated me. So uh, some of my love had left me basically. Um, well, you were feeling like we're like a small market team or something like right, that. Like, right. let's go. When you lose, when Sylvia Fowle wants to leave and Deladon, we know Deladon wanted to be home, but whatever. But um, when you have them here on the south side, it's not the far south side, but you have them on the south side of the city and it's easily accessible and it's a nice experience. And I'm not talking about the people that are in the stadium. I'm just even just saying the people that are enthralled with the fact that it's a Chicago team um, in a major sport in um the finals it's so and it's not like they are just lucky in here they're kicking ass they're dominating yeah they're that fun team you know that gets hot in the playoffs like mm -hmm. you just kind of want to root for them it's not even like one of those things where like championship expectations and you're like sweating it out trying to get to this point because this is the goal and the expectation it's like they they surprised everybody with this run so you're just like man i'm just enjoying the ride and remind you, at the beginning of the year, they were a favorite to be in the finals. It's just that Candace Parker was hurt. And when she was healthy, their, their record initially when she was healthy was cold. Like they they basically were like nine and two or something when she was healthy. Right. And then I, they started playing sluggishly down the stretch and Coach Wade kind of really got into them in, in the media, which could have backfired. But they 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 took it and they got on their high horse and they're performing. Like you say, now they're hot in the playoffs. Um, it's, it's just a wonderful experience. I, I felt since they had the bigs that even uh, uh, Ija Wilson or um, when you're looking at Brittany Griner, that they would be able to go up against dominant bigs or skilled bigs uh, because they have enough bigs and they have enough guards that they could play either way. And they're just, they're just doing an excellent job and Chicago needs to really appreciate it because you never know when you're going to get another chance to be in the finals period on, on any sport or I should say a championship, but you, you never know. Um, I wish we tried to look for tickets for Sunday, um, it's just it's just getting ridiculous those prices to a certain degree. If they were just if it was a, if it was price a little bit because it's during the Bears game. I thought maybe there might be a little bit of a lull because everyone no. goes crazy with the Bears. I mean, we just talked about Bulls preseason about game. It, is those bad. those those Bears tickets are gone already though. That's the well. Pass. It's not even like I'm thinking that they're going like to the game. It just I yeah. imagine a lot of people are just like I have to watch specifically Bears Packers. I don't, I mean, because one, the Bears, even with Justin Fields, of course, who was in the house last night, uh, the Bears. With Roquan, I liked it. I didn't know he was with Roquan. That's what he yeah, was with. Yeah, I think okay. so. I might have missed scene, but I think it was Roquan. I wasn't trying to be all into like, when they put him up on the big screen, it was cool, but it was like, that's not even my vibe. I didn't know. That's what I meant to say. Those ladies told us that J.B. Prisker was there. That's what I was meaning to get into because I didn't know J.B. Prisker was there. It's like, yeah, he was sitting right there with his wife. And when they asked everybody to stretch, he got up and stretched and they did the wave. And I was like, I, if someone told me he oh, like, did you boy. see J.B. Prisker, I would, I would have been like he wasn't in that MFO. They didn't right, show so. him. They showed the Reverend Jesse Jackson. OK, OK. 
He, he was there that. in the house. He deserves that. Happy birthday. He just he just had a milestone. How about the Matrix? Sean Marion in there, too. I wonder. I said this to D and I didn't see much. Sean Marion. I just knew he was there. I was like, I wonder who he's rooting for since he spent so many years playing in Phoenix. But yeah. he's from this area. I wonder where his, his, his fandom lies. His I'm loyalty is Chicago. It's I would Chicago, hope it's Chicago. Right? But, you know, you never know, man, the market yeah. where you make your money. You know what I'm and saying? He spent like, a lot of years there. Like I'm sure it's like home to him yeah. in a way. Like you, sure. you look at um, you look at uh, what's is it is it is it Grable? Wait, no, no. Who's the um, who's the former linebacker for the Patriots? That's on. Oh, know? Vrabel. Or, Wait, no, no, it no. is Gabriel. No, it's no, not. No, 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 no. Coach Teddy Bruschi. Teddy Bruschi. No, no not Teddy Bruschi. Not Teddy Bruschi. Which one? Okay, um, which one's the coach of the Titans? Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel. Okay. So it's not Grable. It's not Grable. It's not. It's definitely not Brewski. It's um linebacker. He's a linebacker. Patriots? He's from Chicago. Oh, area. Willie McGinnis? No, Is not he still at all. There? Willie McGinnis from the West Coast. Uh, uh hold on. Give me Gotta get me with this jump. I can't. First of all, I don't even like watch ESPN like that, so I forget who's on there. Because. Yeah, I'm blanking. How is it not Teddy Bruschi? No, Teddy's really not. It's Rob Minkovich. Nikovich. Oh, okay. Yeah, Rob Chicago. Rob Nikovich. He's from Chicago because he does a little Chicago accent occasionally. But he still he lives in 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 New England, right? Because you know his bread is buttered. Yeah, in in New England. Also, (laughs) it's closer to it's also closer to ESPN and everything like that. But even he doesn't even come in. He works from home. But his bread is buttered in that area because, of course, the fan, just like how many Bears, former athletes still live in Chicago that are from other places, because this is where the the top of their fan right. really hit, hit. Yeah, this is where you go and uh, table's already ready for you, sir. Right, you exactly. Chicago, so, like, who are you? Beer, you, don't have to be, you don't have to buy a beer. So that's why getting back to Sean Marion and the Matrix, I wonder that. But I'm with you. I think he was probably rooting for the sky, but I, it just was a question that just popped into my head. That's but anyway, we had a great time. Um, uh, you said you got ludicrous. I said I got swag surfing. You got, got Chris, Chris Angel. Angel. I got uh, the um, retired South Shore marching band. Broke uh, Houdini's record with his magic trick. <laughs> no, he did not. That was yeah. Like, that's what he was. Straight jacket, dude. That straight jacket was open damn near by the time he got up there. It was like, I mean, <laughs> okay. Calling okay. out Chris Angel. I love no, it. No, no, no. I'll say this. I don't want to take, I don't want to take away because I believe Chris Angel was doing it because you believe uh, his son, magic. his son, his son is, is uh, ill. And I don't yes, know exactly. They, they so, discussed it. Yeah. So I don't want to disrespect that. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So shout out to his son. I don't want to disrespect that shout out to him. But anyway, enough of what I had last night. I, I definitely want to get to you with the Raiders games because it seems like you had uh, so much more fun with the bumps um, Vegas blow prostitutes, everything that you. <laughs> well, need. it wasn't that at the end. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. Uh, it was really cool. Like we started off at the Mandalay Bay because it's mm. like the stadium's right over there. So we just parked in there, and it was awesome. We must have got in before they were charging for parking because we didn't pay a dime for parking. We paid in the garage of Mandalay Bay. Okay. So I don't. We were like, "Whoa, okay, I guess it's free. Awesome." Uh, uh, <laughs> and uh, wait, you, 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 you wait. You're parking in Mandalay's Bay's garage for free? 
Well, it said event parking, $50. But when we were leaving, like nobody came nobody or no there. machine was there to collect money. Okay, and it was okay. just like waving us to leave. So we're like, all right, see you later. Let's go. Uh, and it was just cool because I'd never seen a casino like being a tourist of Vegas. Usually when you go, it's like the casinos are always popping. But at like 9 a.m., after a fight night, it was looking pretty dead in that casino, which was like a cool, like almost like great movie fight. vibe or something like that. It was a great fight, too. Uh, it was yeah. such it was a classic heavyweight fight. Please continue, though. Terrific. Um, and then we walk over to the stadium, like right around when the noon game started, because I I just wanted to see Justin Fields. What you eat? What y'all eat? What y'all eat? Uh, we didn't really do much eating besides like concessions at the ballpark or at the, oh. the ball game. Yeah, well, we what were going to get to Mandalay Bay probably right before 10, like 930. OK, OK. But wait, 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 kickoff time. That's what I'm about to say. Kickoff time. So you didn't have enough time to take advantage. OK, right. I got you. Now. I got and you. we were by the way on the end zone they have like on one side this like amazing like bar section thing it reminds me of like the cowboys and like the players walk by like it's like one of those suites on the field really cool and we were just there front row watching justin fields warm up and it was so awesome seeing the contrast of andy dalton versus justin fields especially like on the deep balls like Andy's trying to put everything he has into it receivers got to stop and justin's just like little flick and it's always on the run like it was just surreal seeing that stuff wow um the one criticism we were struggling like hell to move around that place because where we were watching them practice we're on the exact opposite end zone of where we were sitting sit? mm. and so we were trying to like after they're done warming up make our way over there and we're just like hitting dead ends and like offices of the stadium like meet cheryl <laughs> Here at Sweet 37. <laughs> and we're just like, where the hell do we go? We have to like backtrack all the way to where we started the adventure of thinking like this is the right way okay. just to go on the one escalator. It was ridiculous. But other than that, it was a great atmosphere. They put on the, the show like a Vegas style show. The the field is just immaculate. And they I I was wondering how it would work with the glass top. Like, are you getting beaten by sun or anything like that? And it's just like this grayed out, like just perfect. It, it was it was just a really and I had no idea. Full grass. Not even really? synthetic, not turf, a hundred percent grass. Cause I was like, man, they are ripping up the hell out of the field. Is that grass? And I guess they literally take it out outside the stadium to let it just sun and then they bring it in. Mm. But it was cool, man. They block off like the the overpass for you to just walk from like Mandalay Bay over there and just the different sights and sounds like Vegas. They love that. They love that. So it's because, okay, Mandalay Bay, if you're heading now, I don't know if I'm right, if I'm saying heading north or south, but it's to the right. Like yes. you head to the right. I think if you're coming if you're from the Las Vegas sign, let me put if you're coming from old Vegas yes. through the strip, mm-hmm. it, it'll be on the right side. Yes. So that means so it's like wait, so it's like it's kind of it's not too far from Luxor, right? I'm not sure. I don't okay. think so. If it is or if it's if by I'm Mandalay about, Bay, you're it's like a five minute Paris, walk. Paris, how far it is from they still have that oh the Paris the whatever that no, that's like at towards the sign a lot more like Mandalay okay, Bay okay. is almost like the opposite end of the strip. Okay. 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 
Okay, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. This, this is just gonna be. Also, he may he may now for everybody out there. <laughs> Ryan may move to Vegas. Uh, yeah. Ryan has a night. I was we were talking about your job last night. I was I was revealing your business to D. Oh, telling beautiful. Him, I was. I was telling him you were making a good money and that you wanted to make money and you're making a little bit more than that because I was proud of you. So I was giving all your information. Oh, just so you love know. it. Uh, but uh, Ryan now because he can work remote is going to probably move to Vegas for a couple. <laughs> Which is great. It's growing. He deserves to do whatever the hell he wants to do. So shout out to him. And I love being a nomad, just like wandering the U.S. These are the year. These are your years to be a nomad. You have no responsibilities. You should be able to do what you want to do. Check out this country while you're making a good living. You deserve all the blessings that you receive, buddy. And I'm happy for you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So let's kick it off. Let's get into this NFC North battle. The oldest rivals, if we don't include the Chicago Cardinals. Um, the Bears versus the Packers. Um, Packers week here. Aaron Rodgers, um, Aaron Jones, um, and of course, Devontae Adams are coming to Chicago. Uh, Zaire Alexander, the standout cornerback, is injured. Um, so that may be, and, and I believe Zazarius Smith, as Eric Strobel keeps reminding me on the Under Center podcast, is injured. Also, shout out to E. Um, the Bears are competitive and have a chance, um, but this is going to be an uphill battle. For a team at this point that hasn't shown us that they can really knock out chunk plays and have big yardage vertical plays so far against a team for the most part this season that we know can score 20-something our points, or if not a little bit more. Um, they had some off games like the Bengals game and, of course, the um, game against the Saints um, to where, you know, and you get that with any good team. You can look at Kansas City, but you get that with the pack occasionally where they just hit a blip and the offense sputters, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. to a certain degree. And, I mean, their sputter is scoring 22, 24 points, and the opposing right. team scoring 22. And Aaron Rodgers you know just looking okay. <laughs> exactly. Looking good. You know what I'm saying? He looks good. You know. Like, better so, than any stat line Jay Cutler or Rex Gross would have. Like, man, what a horrible game for old day Raj. <laughs> so we're, we're we're looking at the Bears who are running the ball since Bill Lazor has taken over the, the play call um, excessively. And I mean that in a positive sense. But David Montgomery went out and last week uh, against the Raiders where Ryan was at in Las Vegas, um, they ran the hell out of the ball with Damian Williams alongside Khalil Herbert. But now Damian Williams is out and Khalil Herbert as a youngster gets to start. So even with that, and I was on Sean Amaya yesterday and people was talking about Ryan Nall and I was talking about Ryan Nall being in and somebody kind of questioned was like, Ryan Nall, I'm like, not for running. I'm talking about in on, on blocking plays because you're asking a lot of Khalil Herbert as a third string rookie. You know what I'm saying? To kind of know all the protections that and, and, uh, act, and act, actually be there on time with all the protections. Mm-hmm. Khalil Herbert has exceeded and seems to be a young man that is wise beyond his years. But I still think that can be somewhat of a daunting task. So I'd expect perhaps to see Ryan Nall or even Arterius uh, Pierce or whatever the hell is. Artavius Pierce. Artavius Pierce. Um, out there, perhaps um, in an effort to when they kind of go max protected to try to protect uh, Justin, because they're probably going to have to throw the ball deep. We start seeing some connections between Justin Allen Robinson last week. Um, hopefully we'll start to see the tight end be- get more usage between a uh, uh, Jimmy Graham, a Jesse William, uh, um, a Jesse um, James, James, I meant to say <laughs> Jesse James and um, uh, um, a, a, a Jimmy Graham. You know, perhaps we'll see one of those guys kind of get open. Um, I'm, I'm interested in this game. It's a measuring stick. Um, I don't necessarily have the Bears beating the pack. 
they shouldn't get their asses kicked out of pack though. And on the, yeah. on the flip side, because I'm talking, I'm talking primarily offense. The Bears defense has been playing really well. Um, I'm interested in to see and seeing what Deshaun Sai has to give them a couple different looks and to create some pressure off of scheme, not just off of talent and, and effort. Um, to try to really get at, at Aaron Rodgers. I want to see a Bears pick six t- this week, or even if it's a fumble recovery for a touchdown. I think they're going to need that in order to perhaps beat the Packers if that they're if they have a true chance of beating them. Um, but this is going to be a terrific game. I'm not sure if I'm going to go or not. I do have a pass to go um, through Regal. Um, it's just with everything I usually have to do on a Sunday. I'm, I will be at one of these, if not more than that. I'll be at a couple of these games and giving you a live experience. Um, bringing that here to that Davis show. Um, shout out to Cal Means. Also, shout out to Cal Means with the new job in yeah. NBC. We are co-workers, so shout out to my guy, Look Cal Means. <laughs> we all doing it, baby! <laughs> we we grabbed it out <laughs> The Halle Berry accepted speech? You love us! You yeah, really... <laughs> oh, wait, that's not Halle Berry. No, it's, it's, um, it's... um. You're talking about what's the name they used to date, uh, bet, uh, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Uh, Man, why am I blanket on her name? I'll get it for you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> Sally the Fields. Sally she's a flying nun. Yeah, she's a flying nun. Sally Fields. You love me. You really? <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely. That's my thoughts. I want to get your thoughts on this. Uh, this, this could be a game. That could just determine for at least a week who's leading the NFC North because the Bears had a tiebreaker with uh, the same record as the the Packers. So, Ryan, for you, uh, what are your thoughts on this upcoming game? And also make sure you go to Regal Radio and read Ryan's previews of the upcoming Bears game. He doesn't talk about that a lot. He really does a terrible job of promoting. He doesn't promote our stuff. He really needs to change that. I'll work on it. Um, we need we need the white viewership. You have to expose us to more white viewership. We need uh, that bringing the white vote. Okay, That's I mean I'm, I'm getting it from other places. Uh, shout, I mean I'm, 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 I'm tonight. I'm going to meet our, our our tape never lies family over at Crosswoods. Phil Latosian is in the city. He's going to be at the oh, Bears game tomorrow with his awesome. wife. So yeah, I'm going. So I'm I'm out here doing the job for the whites. Where I need my white to help with the whites. Also, I can't do this all okay. on so, You need white now, on white. Yeah, white. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the blacks. I'm doing the. Come on. <laughs> I'm just but no, we'll you know me and my black guy. lust. I can't go after. I know. The I know you. I know you. Right. He's like, Ken. I got the blacks. You keep doing it. <laughs> oh boy, uh, you hit on all the the main points. Like I loved what Khalil Herbert did last week, but now it's all on him, and that's a little bit worrisome. Like you said, with pass protection, route running. I mean, it's running the ball. I think sometimes is that's why rookies have such a success early on in the NFL because running the football is still kind of primarily the same. Like you have to get used to some things, but if you're a really good runner, that usually just translates. Period. But the other technical aspects, route running 
pass blocking that I'm worried about too. And even like if Ryan Nall and Artavius Pierce are the backup, I mean, what really worked for the bears was having the electricity of what Damian Williams can bring along with Khalil Herbert and not just having, you know, one of those guys doing everything. They both got a lot of carries and they both got a lot of yards between them and maybe not specifically one individual, but they were all used differently. And I'm sure based on scenario, more trust in Damian Williams on let's say a third and long than a Khalil Herbert, but they did get it to Khalil a lot late in that game so maybe the rookie is is on track at least let's say to be able to start and kind of cover even though you're down two of your top backs which you know we talked about early on that was a position of depth for them and good thing because even with like the defensive line losing Akeem Hicks we're not really worried too much about the running backs and defensive line like we would be other positions if they were injured coming into this game Uh, they got a do the similar Vic Fangio game plan against Aaron Rodgers, trying to get there with four, with the occasional blitz, you know, scheme it up, making the right calls, seeing what they're doing, and maybe throw a wrench at them, but dropping a lot of guys back. Even last week, still some coverage breakdowns in that secondary, some blown assignments where guys are just like not in the right spot. And, you know, Derek Carr, maybe besides a couple drops and maybe a nice catch from that uh, Edwards kid on a fourth down. And they might have still won that game. Yeah. And Waller. They might have still won that game had they gotten those couple big plays and they were there to be had. They just didn't execute. And, you know, with Aaron Rodgers, that's not going to be the same thing. He always hate, executes. Hate prevented them from executing. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. It was, the, it was the karma police up in there. Where where's Radiohead when I need <laughs> when I need him? The old revenge of Chucky. (laughs) This is what you get. Right. And well deserved. At least I could say I saw Gruden's last game in person. That's a nice little trick. You don't mean it. I mean, you mean in the pros, unless he starts coaching like swack football, which would be ironic. He hits a. He, you were right. You totally saw the end, right? You. T- it's not a question. See it, you John. It. It's not. I mean, dude. Do you know how crazy this country is already crazy enough? Do you know how crazy to have to be if he gets another head coaching job? Oh, oh my god! I don't even, even Monday night. He can't even do oh, Monday night never, football. No, no, I, I, or I, anything like that. Even, it's not a question. No, I, Monday night's more going than that. I mean, like. It's not even a. ESPN couldn't bring him in. <laughs> they might try. They might try. <laughs> oh, no, it's not even a. Ch- Listen, I would say you. He would have to do the grandest Mia Copa. The tears, the wet works. Oprah would have to come flying in with fairies for him to try to pull this off for oh, people to, to try to like. It's it's the bridge is burnt. And he nuked it on his way out. I mean, right. it, it, yeah, yeah. You and guys. you're uh, you're associated with Bruce Allen. That's a hard one to to get off. That's like being associated. What was a um, blanket? Uh, Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein. Like you're right. associated with him. That, that's a hard one to to right. get off you. Uh, and then I think, like you said too, how are they going to get enough points? How are they going to score enough to beat the Packers? Because even with a bad day, like you said, they usually get about 24 points. What if they're really humming that day and they're getting up there around 30? Probably going to need, like you said, either the defense to either score themselves or make a point blank touchdown scoring attempt. Or you're going to need like Jakeem Grant to make a return and if not set you up 
full out just score a touchdown themselves. And then I think it's just going to come down to how the Bears continue that identity of running the football while still evolving the offense to be a little bit more explosive. I wonder if maybe you run a little bit more RPOs since you don't have as much running back depth. Maybe you try to get Justin Fields more involved in the run game and maybe isolate a Green Bay defender to make everything easier. But offensive line is blocking physically on the run Mm -hmm. game. Let's keep doing that. And you know, bring those play action, max protect, and see if you can't do what you did against the Lions and get some downfield throws. And if you get a few of those, maybe you can win this game. Yeah, I, I'm, they can win it, but the odds are against them. You know what I'm saying? It's I mean, hard to I, see them winning it if they don't get explosive plays either through special teams, defense, or the offense. Yeah, and I, I would say I would feel the chance will. Hold on, Ken. You are muted, sir. Yeah, okay. I'm back. I feel like it it would open up in the latter half of the season because Bill Lazor would be opening up more and more of the offense. But I feel like we're too early in what they're trying to do with Justin. And I, I, I could be wrong. They they may it may be some wrinkles where they may connect. But I feel like if he had more of the playbook to play with their chances would, of course, and this is common sense, uh, really improve. I won't say vastly because I still think there's a chance vastly would imply that they have no chance whatsoever. I think this plays – the defense at times has played very well against Aaron Rodgers. It's been the fact that they can't score. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that home opener, what was it, two years ago? 2018, where he got hurt when this, and we thought that season, like when he hit, remember he hurt his leg and then yep. really getting him. And, it was and like, the year after that, when it was at Soldier Field, and it was so it disappointing, yes. but yeah. they lost 10 to 3. Exactly. Like, so we've, like, they can get to Aaron Rodgers. It's just putting up points. But even in those times, this is a different Devontae Adams. This is a more refined Devontae Adams, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Aaron Jones. Um, listen, Jalen Johnson's going to have a rough day at the office. Yes. Yes, That's a is. hard day. But he called it. He said before he got drafted by the Bears, he wanted to go up against Devontae Adams. Well, kiddo, guess what? It's on you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So get ready. Go after him. But it's 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 all on you. Um, They have a chance, and we'll see. And um, I, I, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't go for moral victories, but if they have an extremely competitive game at this point where the Bears are, I'm not going to be upset. And that's just being honest. And I think, too, like we feel better about this. Like if Matt Nagy was calling the plays and they were doing that ridiculousness on offense, how would you feel good about this game? You're feeling like like this is going to be like some BS that I'm going to have to just suffer through this game plan, though, of running the football time of possession. Hopefully, like you said, I I think you're right. It's a little too early to really open up the offense and really build it up like that. But how about a few extra plays, maybe a little bit more wrinkles to what they're Mm -hmm. doing where you just try to get enough downfield throws and you control the clock, run the ball effectively, play good defense. That's a, a good idea formula against Aaron Rodgers, period, whoever you are. Totally, totally. And I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Um, what's your score before we switch off of this, Ryan? <sighs> I've been going like I was actually feeling good about the Bears until the Damian Williams. And I want to make that a big deal. But I just felt like the running backs were such a strength in the run game. I'm a little they worried are. about mm-hmm. how that's going to translate. Like, let's say you can't run it 
let's say you're 90% as effective as you would be if Damian Williams would be there. That 10% loss could be the difference in the loss, mm. potentially great, great to point. me. Great point. So I guess I'll I'll lean Packers. And the other thing, too, is the Bears play much better at home than they do on the road. So I think that they're going to enjoy the home cooking as well and feeling good about themselves getting two wins in a row the last two weeks. You know, I'm going to switch it. I'm going to go Bears 24, Packers 20. Especially Justin, Justin Fields was seeing the sky dominating the finals. He's taking I'm that. doing it, yeah. Taking that to Soldier Field. He was telling uh, Roquan, like, elbowing him in the ribs, like, yo, bro, this is what we got to do tomorrow. Exactly. I'm going to go uh, Pack 27. Um, probably bears like 17, you know what I'm saying? Um, somewhere around there. Um, I, I want to be wrong. I want to be, I like, I, I was saying on under center on for Friday's show, uh, which if you like, uh, getting into the John Gruden thing, make sure you check that one out. Um, I was saying on there cause I, I was, I, I did that because we didn't talk about it on Wednesday show. And I, I felt that I was negligent with the listeners because I forgot. So I wanted to bring it up because this, I feel like I have to, I'm supposed to do stuff like that. Anyway, um, I, I feel like the bears are good enough, but this is the wrong time. I mm-hmm. feel like the fact that um, they're just, they're just not going to be able for me to pull this off just yet but they're trending in a, a proper direction. You made a great point. It would be great if Damian Williams was healthy, not saying that that would mean they would win, but you know, and the one thing I made a point of yesterday on Sean and Maya, um, the fact that the bears, maybe this was under center. I do too many shows. Um, uh, <laughs> maybe it was talking more. to Dia Wintrust. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think it was 1947, but um, the fact that the bears had, Tariq Cohen, Cordero Patterson, and David Montgomery as their running back room was ridiculous. And it's even it's 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 even more ridiculous when you see that what a real running back room looks like when you have uh David Montgomery, Damian Williams, and Khalil Herbert. You know what I'm saying? Where yeah. guys who have similar uh uh, uh tribute uh, similar talents, I should say. Um, and, and, you know, Kadero Patterson is a, a wonderful Swiss knife if you know how to use him. But I mean, even in yeah, Atlanta, as a play caller. Right. But I mean, ne- neither could Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels, neither could whoever was calling the Raiders offense or the Vikings who drafted him, who thought that perhaps they could make him into some type of Randy Moss type style of player off of his speed, not his catching ability. Um, I mean, but even if you really look at it in Atlanta, and they're using him as a running back, but he's not getting all those crazy, crazy yardage and fantasy that you see off of really run plays like that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, just pointing that out. So it hurts that to have um, Damian Williams, but Khalil Herbert has shown us a lot. Um, I'm, 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 I'm stoked, but I just don't think it's that time yet. So my, my prediction again is 27, probably 17, um, probably a pick um, from Justin Fields, may probably a pick from Aaron Rodgers too. I'll say that I think and the Bears really quick, with mm-hmm. Justin Fields. I love how he's taking care of the ball. Like he doesn't look like he's putting it in harm's way whatsoever, which is just exciting. Cause I think a lot of times when you see the young quarterback go against Aaron Rodgers, like Mitch, he had turnover issues going into mm-hmm. these matchups. And you were like, and maybe he wasn't turnover prone, but you knew Mitch would give you a few throws where it's like, Ooh, you want to have that one back. 
I don't feel like you're getting that from Justin Fields. Yeah, I, I agree with you for the most part. He's still young. Um, we saw that last week. You know, so he threw a pick last week, didn't he? Or was I, it just? Or I was it just? It was just uh, the Lions. I'll it was just. Check. No, you mean just Derek Carr? Oh, he threw uh, that one to DHS DHC. Yes. All right. All right. So I, uh, I'll say this. My last part. I think the Bears are going to win the pressures. Uh, win the pressures game as far as the pressure in the quarterback. Only no thing David I can Bakhtiari see happening, still. The only thing I can see happening is Justin may just he may he may run into a sack or two as far as instead of going left, he goes right and the defender is right there. But I feel the the general pressure, I feel like the bears are going to win the pressure game. Yeah, I I think so too. And if they can just keep doing with Mac Quinn, and if you get Hicks in there, I mean, they got enough to win. It just, like you said, it just might not be time for that yet. Might just need a little bit more of an offensive establishment before we really get there. And speaking of Vegas, before we switch off into previewing the big games of week six, it's something just crossed my mind for some odd reason. Because um, I'm rubbing my nose and I'm like, I think if someone's watching this, they may think like maybe he does blow or something. I don't. But it crossed my pre-show mind. Blow. Pre-show blow. Pre-show bump. Pre-show bump. says get ready. Yo! But I was in the, I, I'm, I'm going to the hospital regularly trying to get my body together for the future. So I'm there like every week or every other week. And I was uh, getting checked out. And the nurse asked me, of course, about my habits. And she was like, you know, you know, like no hard drugs. You do coke. And I laughed. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm too much of a square. And I don't know if my heart could take that straight, that straight cocaine. I was like, I'm just it's, I'm too old in the game to try to try to play around with that straight, that blow blow. <laughs> Right. Like I'm just it was, so it just crossed my mind. And for just for a joke's sake, because, you know, we love to joke and say things that are misappropriate, inappropriate, I should say, on this podcast, just to give you all a little bit of levity. Uh, I just want to point that out. I don't do coke, but maybe I should have done it when I was young and my heart was strong. <laughs> it's never too late to start. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Yes, I mean the worst thing. Like man, like just imagine, right? I got a family, right? And be like, and no, uh, Justin Fields interception last week. By okay, the way. damn, Ken just didn't do that second bump. <laughs> I totally blew my heart out. Like, oh my god, like I mean, dog, it's just sir. like I remember. Um, I believe the basis of the who he used to wear the skeleton jumpsuit. And um, I, I don't think it was I don't know. I think it was Peter Townsend um, that said it. And he were talking about how they were in Las Vegas, Ryan. And he like this is like he died. And this happened like 10 or 15 years ago. Right. So we're talking about old who. And he was like, basically, and this happened with Pimp C, too. Bumby was saying this, that basically he should have been doing that. He was he, he died with a prostitute and coke. He was doing coke, right? To DOD. And he was like, man, he shouldn't be doing that based when we were kids, right? And the same thing happened to Pimp C. Bum B used to like do Angel Dust back when UGK first started. And he was said Pimp C died from drinking uh Provincezine from you know codeine. And um, I believe. Uh and he was like basically he that stuff he was doing when because Pimp C used to not do any drugs, that basically should have been doing that with junk. So against what you say, sir. Nah, that's some good. Uh, that's some good factual stating to back yeah, you nah, up. This, this heart right here. Like, ah, ah! 
And then, look, I go out with the dust on my nose. Like, oh my goodness. Your heart's failing. It's like, uh, give me one more bump. Well, Maybe it'll come back. Well. <laughs> Maybe I need a bump to come back. Uh, I may as well go. I may as well fly. If I'm going to fly, let me fly. No, okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Someone, uh, not, I think it was our our show. Somebody on um, social media said, "You know, I love you guys and I watch every show." So shout out, we appreciate it. Um, yes, we do. We definitely appreciate it. All right, what you got? How about previewing a little bit more of Week Six? Anything with the uh, Tua Trevor Lawrence matchup in Britain early game? Listen, 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 listen. You know, I wasn't ever the biggest Tua guy. Roll Tide. I always looked at his deficiencies. Kiddo, you better get your ish together because they are going to get rid of you. Yes. Now, perhaps, I mean, this could be your best opportunity to play on a team that's built not too far from winning the Super Bowl if they have a really good quarterback. Um, but you're going to have to do something because they are ready to quit on you. Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looks like the player we thought he was physically. Um, he just has Urban Meyer just pulling them down. And also, you know something I've been wanting to say? I forgot that I haven't said it. You know how happy Urban Meyer is? Urban Meyer, listen, Urban Meyer woke up and saw those emails to John Gruden and said, there is a God. <laughs> That's true. He said, goodness gracious, I, man, John Gruden was like, hold my, I know this happened years ago, and John, John Gruden was like, oh, his his past memories were like, hold my beer. I mean, there's nobody who won, Urban Meyer had a young lady. He had a racist Gruden cookout for that celebration right. that day. He, no, no, he had a young lady dancing on his hand in a bar, right? I mean, video footage, right? Video. We didn't even see John Gruden saying this out of his mouth, but we know he had a young lady dancing on his hand while his team went home and he stayed behind, right? Oh, <laughs> while after they got their asses kicked, right? As the head coach, right? A right. fresh, a rookie head coach on top of that. A right. rookie head coach, right? Who thinks because he's got college rings, he's got like, I know, right? He's matter. He's matter so much. Yeah. And, 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 dog, do you know how we would still be talking about that this week? Right. It still will be brought up. People will still be like, we got to see how he's going to play after Urban did. And John Gruden, whoever had the whoever had the I shouldn't say John Gruden, whoever had the um, the end on taking John Gruden out was like, hold my beer. And I mean, was going and it, the point was they, gonna, they was going to keep dropping heat. This was like this was like after Drake dropped um, charged up. And it was like, oh, that was straight, right? And Meek didn't come back with something, right? And mm-hmm. then he came back with back-to-back, and it was like, oh, Ooh, snap. Yeah. When he was like, trigger fingers become Twitter fingers, that's what's what happened to John Gruden. Somebody was like, oh, so talking about black man's lips wasn't enough, huh? We doubled down on that ass, right? Like, oh, snap. But Urban Meyer, Do you think he's going to come back from Britain, or is he flying back separate, too? I, I don't I don't know if they can jiggle it the way that Urban Meyer likes his jiggle. You know what I'm saying? Urban Meyer likes a certain type of young, destitute college girl. He's like, you you don't smell like pale grants. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I love the smell of a map grant in the morning. You know what I'm saying? 
Oh, you're a foreign exchange student. Okay, now we're talking a little bit. Listen, these these clothes you have, you know, they're fine. But if you got them for Forever 21, now you're talking about what Urban writes, right? So I don't. I I don't. Forever 18, but I'll take it. Listen, Urban Meyer. If if John Gruden, now I'm 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 joking. If John Gruden didn't do what he did, Urban Meyer would have had about four weeks to keep fucking up. And I don't mean from because I don't think he's going to put himself out there, but I mean, like if the season kept going progressively terrible, right? Like they're getting their asses kicked before it's going to start being like Shaq Collins going to be like, I did what with what money? Right. Because I'm going to tell you this. It's like, all right, let's just say hypothetically, Ryan does something crazy. I'm paid. I'm keeping Ryan. That's my dude. Right. That's my guy. I'm going to keep him. That's my guy. We've been through the wars. I'm not a bad. I'm going to say Ryan was wrong. You know what I'm saying? Um, at this point in time, we'll check it out. But I mean, I'm not going to release him. We're going to try to work. He's going to get some help. All right. That's what I'm going to say. Right now, a dude that I want. I'm like, man, I really want this dude to produce or whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, he's starting to produce the show. He sucks at producing the show. And then on top of that, he keeps doing dumb shit after dumb shit after dumb shit. He wants to bring a racist into the damn. Uh, it's a strength coach. He when you can get anybody, anybody in the world, this, I mean, it, this was fresh too. It wasn't like they said uh, 20 years ago, this dude may have been a racist. This was fresh racism, right. straight coach <laughs> racism, right? Like, I don't care. That's my guy. Right. All right. So he wants to do that right there. He made a mistake still. No hubris, whatever. Then he wants to drag Tim Tebow in at tight end, a position he never played at third or some, right? Oh, and mind you, he's a rookie head coach. He's doing all these things when he should be trying to find out and fine tune his ability to be a better head coach and to transition into the professional football, right? And they doubles down. And the worst part, he decides not to go with the team after getting their asses handed to them in Cleveland. He tells them, y'all fly back. You go ahead, y'all. Y'all, I'm going to see y'all. I'm going to see you. I'm going to see you. This is after losing, right? I'm going to see you. I'm going to see you. We got family. The family. We got to do something with the, the grandkids. You know, my hand, too. My hand is dry. It, no, it's dry. No, no PYT. No, 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 no. Okay. I, it, it's, I'm in Ohio. I'm in Ohio. I'm right? H. All right. <laughs> dry. So, I mean, for, 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 the, for him to do that speaks about just the lack of being humble, the lack of reading the room, you know what I'm saying? Just like, it just... He's got like king of, syndrome. He's I was just gonna the say, king. It reeks of so much privilege, right? I mean, so that, that I mean, John Green, it's nothing like being Farrah Fawcett and Michael Jackson dies right after you died on the same day. You know what I'm saying? Like, John Gruden is Michael Jackson the Urban Meyer's Farrah Fawcett, basically, yeah. is the point that I'm trying to make, right? Like, he just came through and was like, hey, buddy, don't worry about it. I see you coming up. Yeah. I'm on let my me, way out. Let me take care of that. I got you. I got you. But anyway, let's get into these games, right? Uh, the noon games, really, nothing too eye-catching. The only one is really Los Angeles Chargers visiting the Baltimore Ravens. That's going to be a good one. Justin Herbert versus Lamar Jackson. Um, how much can this Lamar try and keep going? Lamar Jackson is playing. Cra- Lamar Jackson is. I know I'm, I'm joking. It has high school running backs on his team. Now, of course, he doesn't. But he's and he's gotten. I think Devontae Freeman is there last week. 
Uh, Tyshawn Williams was back. They kind of set him down. I forget whatever other retired running backs. Latavius Murray they got. Latavius Murray's on that team. But to lose J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards early in the season, to just wait, the, the, the receiver for Minnesota is just about to play this week, I believe. He's he's cleared to start. They, they drafted Rashad, him in the first Bateman, round. Bateman, Bateman. Um, so, I mean, this kid, is his offensive line, they traded one of his best offensive linemen to Kansas City. Staley's hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, this dude is just doing it all with smoke and mirrors and getting it done. Mm-hmm. But at one point, somebody, especially someone that can win through the air, should be able to put enough points up where this young man can't come back. I don't know if it's I mean, because it, I mean, it's a that's a it's a daunting task was asked of Lamar Jackson regularly. But he's he lives up to it and he he definitely gets it done. Uh, for me, I have the Chargers winning that. I think the uh, Lamar experience is going to have a bump this week. Um, if I'm wrong cool because I, I love I, I love both of these quarterbacks but I think Justin Herbert's going to be Mike Williams is balling out too finally um, I think that they're going to they're going to put up enough points to get past um, Lamar Jackson and Baltimore Ravens yeah I'm with you I think uh, I like the Chargers in this spot they've just been so impressive as a team and they can be as high powered of an offense as really anybody out there with Justin Herbert and all the weapons around him and just that offensive line improvement has changed everything for them and they're still dangerous with the pass rush and you got guys like Derwin James in the secondary so they can even though defensively they've been very disappointing and the head coach is the defensive kind of wizard on that side of the ball um, if they can get that going at all, they're going to be a tough out against anybody, but especially this week against the chart or the Ravens. I think the Chargers are going to take it. Mm. How about the hometown for me? Only undefeated team, Arizona Cardinals going to Cleveland to take on the Browns. Um, I would say I have the Cardinals winning, I, but I feel like the Browns defense is going to have pop-ups. By the way, did you see that Miles Garrett post of his Mm -mm. Halloween decorations? He's Mm -mm. got tombstones of all the quarterbacks that he sacked this year. Oh, no, I didn't say I got to go look at Yes, there's Fields and like all the others. I know Fields is all all in there. Um, I think Kyler Murray, I mean, even though Zach Ertz can't play this week since he played Thursday, um, I I have the Cardinals winning. You got to show me the Cardinals are going to lose. Cliff Kingsbury is out due to COVID, but he's better. He's a better head coach this year. Uh, he's grown. I don't know if he's grown enough for them because D asked me last night, do I think they can win it all? And I was like, I don't think they can win it all just yet. Um, but the Cardinals, I mean. They're looking we, right, though. At least you know, we, point. we love Kyler Murray here, even though I wouldn't have drafted him. I'm just going to be honest. I, I think I, I would have said the same thing. I would have been wrong. I would have been wrong. I love I love Kyler Murray, uh, the living joystick. Um, and you give all those weapons. John Gruden's guy that he wanted. <laughs> yeah. And the, thank goodness he didn't get his hands on him, right? To permeate him with hate. Um, I could go so far with those jokes, but I'm not. I know. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm not. He, he, I won't. I won't. I won't. Older can. Older can. But um, <laughs> yeah, I definitely have the Cardinals beating them. The Cardinals are just they're playing lights out. And I mean, we 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 thought they we questioned really Cliff Kingsbury. Um, and I, I, you got to be honest, Cliff Kingsbury has done a good job uh, right now. And that that general manager has done a really good job of assimilating that team. So shout shout out to the Cardinals, because we thought they would be a team that could disrupt the NFC West. But they're a team that's the cream 
Yeah, one of the creams of the NFC West, along with the Rams. Yeah, um, they they're an interesting team. I mean, they're they're playing really good defense. They've got this high powered offensive weapon in Kyler Murray that's going to keep them in a lot of games just based on his ability and how difficult he is to uh, defend. And dude just gets it like he's not like some athletic guy like he's probably Lamar Jackson, except a better passer overall. Mm hmm. And when you can have that kind of effect, the Lamar Jackson effect on a game, but then you're a little bit better passer than Lamar. I mean, no, no, he's more. He's more than a little bit better passer. He's a hands down. Yeah, it's more than a little. He's pretty like it's different. That's it. I mean, let's take Lamar Jackson out of it. In general, as a passer, Kyle Murray is pretty like, yeah, I've never listened. I've never seen, and I know little quarterbacks. I've seen Doug Flutie just rear back and, and rip mm-hmm. it. And Kyler Murray has a cannon, too, one. But his back foot plant arc is different, mm-hmm. right? The accuracy, it's it like you you will see like you will see a guy back foot plant, and you'd be like, it's a chance, right? Kyler Murray black foot plant, you like, oh, it's not, not that, right? Like, that's how, <laughs> that's how it's getting, right? Like, no. It's like the opposite end of Jace right. Cutler's spectrum or something. Exactly, exactly. It's like, not, no, sir, not, not that, right? Like, no, it's like anime when someone's like pulling out that, the, like, oh, no, not the, the homie, kindy <laughs> homie. Like, 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 that's how it's starting to get with Kyler Murray back foot plant. Like, oh, no, don't do it. Like, that, Kyler Murray is different and Wow. Like, that's just wow. Like, I got weapons around him. You haven't been to one of their games. How far are you away? They playing with Scottsdale. Where do they play at? Glendale. They playing Glendale. Glendale. How far are you from Glendale? I'm like 45 minutes from the state. You haven't been to one of their games? I'm going to. I'm going to. Don't worry. Don't worry. I think I'm going to save it for one of these games. I got to look at their schedule, honestly. Yeah, because you will. You will. Because I know I'm going to, I'm probably going to do a Rams game. Them versus the Rams. You got them 45 minutes away balling like that? Oh, come on, dude. Well, come on. I I went to the Raiders. I can't go to every game all the time. You but you you do. You gotta go and leave your state to go to a Raiders game. You can do you can you you can do the Cardinals in the same day. Look at this. They were at Tennessee. Versus Minnesota at Jacksonville at Los Angeles versus San Francisco. I haven't missed anything yet except for maybe San Francisco. Okay. Okay. You didn't know, so how would you? Know? That could they could have played two good teams at home, and you wouldn't have known because you don't care right now. It worked out for me, no doubt about it. Maybe I should see. Uh, how about a Thursday nighter, October twenty eighth against Green Bay? That'd be a good ooh, one. Ooh, only thing is, I mean, I, it, Thursday night games have been better this season because Thursday night games could be so yeah. hit or miss. This has been a really good Thursday night season. So I would, I initially want to be like, nah, dude, this is the, but man, they probably go blow that damn thing up, <laughs> right? It's, it's probably going to score 40 points on each side of the ball that Thursday. So you, you may want to go, man, I'll tell you what, there's going to be a lot October of tickets 28th, that I can afford on October 28th here in Chicago. I, I kind of want to go. The Bulls are having Joe Kim Noah night. I kind of yeah. want to go. Yeah, you I go to the Bulls game. I'll go to the Cardinals game. Yeah, I kind of want to go cheer for Joe, like my my dude Joe Kim Noah. I want Joe Kim. I want them to get him from Florida. They got him. I thought Joe was going to be a little bit more of a knucklehead longer. Thought like it finally clicked when uh, the Hawk and the body told him to suspend yeah. his ass longer. I thought Joe's going to need a couple more of those suspensions before he stopped playing. 
and it clicked, and Joe became a nice NBA player. Um, always had to. Wasn't Joe. for that damn knee getting dragged to the ground by Tom Thibodeau. Maybe he right. would have continued a little bit longer. A little bit longer, but Joe, man, what what a great Bulls player. But anyway, uh, back to the games. Uh, let's see the other one. I guess in the three o'clock hour, worth mentioning: Dallas at New England. Any interest in that one? <sighs> Dallas gonna kick the crap out of New England. Dallas has been really impressive. I think it's not even it's not even a question that Dallas is gonna they're gonna beat 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 beat. See, and like even just talking about some of these other matchups, like Monday Night or Buffalo at Tennessee, I feel like Buffalo is just gonna destroy Tennessee. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's a little bit closer, but Seattle at Pittsburgh, no Russell Wilson, no Chris Carson. That's a that's where the old flex should start right at the beginning mm-hmm. of the season. They need to flex that one out. Bad. Right, right, right. Super right. See, and that's why the sky should have been playing at that time. They're not even <laughs> worth watching football. Instead, they're pulling at friggin' two o'clock. Right? Isn't that on Sunday at yep. Central Time? Dude, I will tell you now. If I could get in there, I wouldn't even go. Forget the Bears. Right? Like I was looking at tickets last night. They won sixty eight. For tickets that cost nineteen dollars, right? Oof. Yeah, I mean, Close if there was a hundred potential, if they were a hundred dollars, I would pay. If they were a hundred dollars, I would just be like, take this hundred because we got the take. We listen, and the crazy thing, if the sky wins and the Bears beat the Packers, watch out downtown tomorrow because it's gonna yeah. be crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's like the week before when everything worked out with Sky, uh, White Sox, and Bears, right? So I'm just saying, well, watch, watch out. What else? What else? That's all I got for the football. Are you ready to go up for grabs? Let's go up for grabs. Let's go up for grabs with Ryan B. Ski. I only got one up for grabs and let's go to that NBA. Uh, Bulls finished their preseason four and oh. NBA starts uh, October 19th, I believe, is the first game. The Bulls will start on Wednesday. Uh, some predictions you have for the NBA season, both locally and nationally. Um, I think the Bulls are going to make a lot of noise this year. Me too. I'll say, I, and I'll say this: I've been wanting to say this. The um, the Bulls, the the um, Zach Levine calls the shots on the Bulls. All right, he calls the shots, but that's Lonzo Ball's team. All right. That's just I mean, if you just look at how and, and I, I had to start before before last night, and this is preseason. So I'm making drastic statements off of preseason basketball. But the, the way that the Bulls are passing the ball and playing defense, well, who did they add that that's their key attributes passing and defense? It's not about not DeMar DeRozan, even though DeMar DeRozan has become a lot better passer. For Greg Popovich, averaging what seven assists last year, I believe. Yeah, I think he had eight. I believe eight point eight or something like that. I don't know if it was that thing. That's a lot. I thought it was seven, which is still a lot, regardless. Um, But Lonzo Ball, his length, his IQ, his basketball. Did you see how he he? It was a, a slight hesitation, and he went straight up and closed out on Jake John Morant, and he was so his he's so long that athletic as hell, John Morant just didn't do anything with the ball because mm-hmm. Lonzo closed out and went straight up on him that he, he didn't have the angle to, to, to float the ball up. I mean, what you see Lonzo doing is so contagious because it's unselfish. 
defense and passing the ball. That two that two man games with him and, and Booch yesterday, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like it's so unselfish that it's 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 contagious. You know what I'm saying? And <clears throat> that was the biggest addition they made. I mean that bringing him here with him growing into this player. I truly believe that. I, I, I want to say the Pelicans are going to regret not keeping them. I think in the long run, the Lakers are going to regret not keeping them. And then they had to do something to get Anthony Davis. So I, I know that. So I, that way I'm probably wrong going that far. If, if they couldn't have probably added, if they could have added Kuzma and maybe not put um, Alonzo in it. But looking at like the player that they want, Alonzo Ball is not uh, 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 Russell Westbrook. But kind of what you want from Russ, you know what I'm saying, to be uh, – he's a better shooter than Russell Westbrook is, especially oh, yeah. from the perimeter, you know what I'm saying. But what you want, a defender, a, a passer, you know what I'm saying, and a cheaper contract than a younger player. But uh, the Bulls will be good. Um, the Bulls are going to be a problem if they keep playing defense the way they're playing defense. I'm not saying yeah. the Bulls are going to win uh, the NBA title. That's that's reckless right there. That's not what I'm saying. But I don't think teams are ready for what the Bulls can do lengthwise. They are long. Um, me and D was talking about it, and he was like, their hands are active. And I was like, yeah, they're, they're from 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 point guard to power forward. Then the return of Patrick Williams last night, and mm-hmm. I, I wish he would get a huge. different number. I wish you would get a different number than that 44. That 44, yeah, it just doesn't look right. It. I'm not into it. I, I need him to get another single-digit number or a 20, a 21 or something, but something thin to go with his big body. Yeah, give me a teen or something. something. Yeah, but um, they're, they're going to be – the, man, the Bulls are going to be fun. I want to at least go to four Bulls games this year. Um, yeah. It's, I want to go to some Bulls games in Phoenix when they come out here. Yeah, I I would. I mean, that sounds like a great time. Um, I think the Nets are in trouble from winning a title aspect. And that's even if Kyrie comes back. Because if Kyrie comes back, there's still going to be Kyrie shit to go along with Kyrie coming back. You know, it just doesn't stop regardless no. of how great greatest dribble I've ever seen are right, one of the high, one of the highest skilled basketball players I've ever seen in for as life. someone as unathletic and un like it's, he's not unathletic, but just compared yeah. to other people, yeah. his size, to, like John Moran, NBA, this is like yep. say, compared to a John Moran, compared to a Derrick Rose, you know, that's not his game, but you can stop. Listen, he can get to the bat. Those guys have to use athleticism. He can get to the basket really better than them when they, when I, he can get to the basket in some ways better than them, and he's playing under the rim. You know, and mm-hmm. they play above the rim. Mm-hmm. Um, just such such a wonderful basketball player, to say the least. Um, but I just think it's going to come back to bite them. Um, I'm going to be interested in what takes place in Philadelphia as they try to trade Ben Simmons and get him on board so they can he can look good to make a deal. Um, oh, I'm boy. starting to fear that the Lakers have a better chance to win a title, and I I want I want. What I want Melo first, and then I want Russ to win one, but I really don't want the Lakers to win another ring. I'm just being honest. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I think the now, Lakers are especially. Uh, let boys. me go. Let me go. And I, listen, first of all, let me say this: I love LeBron James. I love the player. I love the person. All right. I mean, I may not love the person of another athlete outside of like when we're talking about Bill Russell. Uh, Muhammad Ali, like those players that I, I like, I, I stand for. I love the person of, of LeBron in, in that elk to let you know just even my affinity for LeBron. I don't want to see him win another Lakers title. I'm just being honest with you, especially after he didn't amass another super team. I'm good, LeBron. 
right? I am, bro. All right. Like, I love you to death, but you had enough. You've done enough. All right. You've, you've done enough. All right. Um, I, but see, and in that, I don't, I, I don't know what's going to happen out West. You have deep ass teams like the Utah. Me and you were talking about Utah winning last year and mm-hmm. Spider Mitchell got hurt. And I, I could say, man, Utah may be back, but you know what? Spider Mitchell can get hurt again. You know what I'm saying? You have to wait for Jamal Murray to get healthy. All right. I love that team when he gets healthy. I'm with you, but you still have to wait for Jamal Murray to get healthy. I don't have Phoenix being able to get back to the finals. Um, I'm interested in seeing what the Clippers do before Kawhi gets back. If they can sustain playoff P style basketball, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With Reggie Jackson and man, I'm interested if they could if they can do that for a, a, a length of a season. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm definitely so. But at, in the West, I have to lean. Like right now, to me, the Lakers are probably my favorite because everybody else has issues. All right, the teams in the, outside of, for instance, um, I, and this would be a good matchup. Did you see Giannis highlights last night? Gracious, mm-hmm. uh, goodness, outside of Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? Um, it will be interesting to see Milwaukee versus the Lakers, even though I feel like the Lakers may have just a little bit too much talent for Milwaukee. But I would love to watch Giannis take the take the throne from LeBron James. Oh, that would be physically cool. like, like this torch is passed. LeBron, like, hold on, he's like, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would sit your old ass down. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what the Heat do this year. With Kyle Lowry down there, you know, mm-hmm. adding that, adding that extra playmaker. Um, Maybe Tyler Hero is waking up again. Yeah, uh, what's he had a he had he snapped last night. Yeah, um, yeah, he did. <laughs> he snapped. So maybe he's you know that that line that Miami lifestyle ain't for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was talking about the co- the cocaine. Bumping. I was not. I didn't. I wasn't meaning that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like he's a young, he's a young, good looking young man with time on his hands, right? In one of the sexiest cities in the world, right? You um, want to go hang out if, with the uh, with the women, or you want to go to yeah, the gym and get up? A exactly. Shots? It's not for. Especially we're talking about he's he's fresh into the league, so it's not even like Jimmy who had to come up through the Bulls, being that player that was at the back of the bench. You know what I'm saying? So, and mm-hmm. had to earn it. So and and had to go through the fires. So now when he gets to Miami, I'm sure Jimmy enjoys Miami, but Jimmy knows what he has to do. This is a young player that people didn't think going from Kentucky to the pros could be as good in the pros as he was at Kentucky and has exceeded that or initially outside of last year. He didn't really have a year last year people expected. So now he's a star in a lot of ways. And it's that's a lot to take on in a city like Miami. Mm-hmm. And like you said, they it's a big port for cocaine. I'm just supporting that. That's what he said. It floats. It, it floats up on the sea. It just, right. The drug boats drop it. It floats up right. What are you supposed the to benches. do? You cut just it open. let it sit there and have no. the kids go at it. You need to exactly. get it yourself. So first, you have to test it with your your own mm-hmm. taste. Listen. Right. So how would I know? Right. So let's just right. say me, Ken. I, I told you before disclosure. <laughs> I give you myself. I'm in Miami on South Beach. La 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 la. la. There's this package rolled up. I'm thinking at first. It's a baby that's being swathed up. Right. Oh, my God. It's a baby swathed up right at the edge of the ocean on the beach. Let me go get this baby. Look at this brick, baby. Exactly. Before the tide rolls back in. 
I run and pick up the plastic wrap baby. First of all, I'm worried the baby may be su- right. su- uh, uh, not able to breathe. Clearly, the ocean is trashed and this baby it's, is suffocating. Exactly. So now I realize by the weight of this baby, oh, this isn't a baby. It feels <laughs> like, I don't know. Let me open this up. I open it up. It's white powder. There's kids around. Now I'm wondering, is this anthrax? Of course, I have common sense. Right. What do you do if it's anthrax? Huh? Huh? You taste it. I dip my sacrifice in myself before the women the and children. Yeah. Everybody, listen, when people are like, hey, little Nas X, why is he on that TV? What about the kids? I'm like that too, right? <laughs> what about the kids? It's anthrax. So of course, I dip my finger in. I taste it. Hmm. Right. I think anthrax would have killed me. My tongue is my tongue is numb. I wonder. I listen to rap songs in the past, and they like Little Wayne would say, "I can't feel my face." I wonder, should I put it in my nose just to make sure <laughs> the kids aren't messing? Anthrax off the list, right? What about the yay the yayo? Got to make sure it's not the yayo. Little bit dip, little bit dip, right? Okay, now I know. Okay, because learning's half the battle. GI Joe taught me that. And then Tyler Hero walks up and just takes the baby. Exactly. Tyler's <laughs> like, oh, you found my baby. I'm like, Tyler, I keep telling you, this is the problem with your game. All right. Here goes your baby. Too much baby saving. Wait. Here goes, here goes, here goes half of your baby. All right, Tyler. Here goes half. Cut the other half if you want to. Exactly. It's like an old, it's like one of those old Bible uh tales where one mother's like, that's yeah. my baby, and the other one's like, that's my baby. And the king's like, well, we'll decide. I'll cut the baby in half. We and will cut like, and snort the baby in half. Exactly. And one mother's <laughs> like, yes. And the other one's like, don't cut my baby. She can have it. So of course, she got the coke. All right. That's all we're trying to do here, man. That's all we're trying to <laughs> oh do. Oh my gosh. Don't cut it. Not with a uh, baking soda. It's already perfect. Oh, you're not the mother. <laughs> that's perfect. You get the doubts perfect. That was perfect. That was perfect. That was the cocaine <laughs> will go to this one. It's <laughs> from Bolivia, huh? From Bolivia, you are. Like, Don't cut the coat. <laughs> that should be a drop. That's already that's perfect. All right. Or what about you, Ryan? What are what are some of your predictions for this upcoming NBA season? You stole it with the Lakers. A lot of people I think are booey on the Lakers, but I I feel good about them. Other than their health, that team just the stars do not stay healthy on that team. So that's the one thing. I mean, LeBron is obviously the Iron Man, but we've seen it over the last few years. He gets a little more injured now at this stage Ooh. of his career. So you just never know if maybe he's not available and if He's not there. AD isn't there. And they figure out how Westbrook works in that mix. I don't think they're going to be able to win any type of title or anything like that. Um, but right now, I feel good about them. I think that they're the the class of the West. I'm with you on the Nets, too. I don't like how that's starting off. I mean, I think they're going to be fine because you got Harden and Durant, and they're still going to be the favorites to come out of the East. But... Mm-hmm. That Kyrie thing, like that, just that situation seems off and I don't know how it's going to play out. And we've seen it before with Kyrie. He has a lot of impact on the finals in a negative way for a lot of teams. Not saying he can't be great, but we saw with Boston, we saw how his loss last year from injury impacted that series with the Bucks. Like he gets injured a lot and he's kind of just random. He's a wild card. So as a primary 
you know, player on a championship team, that's a little scary if you're Brooklyn. I'm with you. Uh, I think the East, like you said, too, is going to be a lot tougher. The the 76ers situation is interesting. Like, what are they going to look like when they eventually trade Ben Simmons? Do they trade him in the East? Is he out West? Mm-hmm. Um, but I expect uh, for the Bulls, like you said, too, I think they're going to be like a four seed, five seed at the lowest. Yep. I just, I think they're going to be so strong offensively. They stay healthy. If they stay yeah, healthy. That's, that's for sure. And they remind me, I don't know, and it's not that surprising. They remind me of the Nuggets of the East. Like they just seem. They just seem like they can with score. Dude, they're green, long. With their, look, the thing is, too, they have, they have intimidating defensive players in Brown and Green, but Green in particular. You're like it'll be different. Like they don't just have guys who's like we got a bunch of guys that can want to score. You can't win with everybody. We got Denzel Valentine because he can shoot a three and he can handle the ball, but it really don't help during a game. But he right. has that skill set. No, no, you got a guy that's six three, six four that can go out and play powerful, right? And is going to re- rebound over bigger men and intimidate them and try to dunk it on them. Like they, they they're what they have, and it's early, it's preseason. So yes, we're bloviating to a degree. But mm-hmm. what they have, the pieces make so much sense. And yes. it's kind of letting you know who our tears kind of and Mark Eversley are with what they're putting together, man. It, it's, and it's throw it's in nice. like, how about a Kobe White on the second unit? And maybe you keep a DeRozan to work with that second unit or something like that. Like, I think this team can be a lot stronger than even they are right now. But like you said, the key is defense. How active are they on defense? How strong are they on defense? How much do they care about defense? Because offensively, with the primary action, the secondary action, the type of stuff you can run, the different variations that Donovan can come up with, you can do pick and roll with Vooch. You can do pick and roll with DeRozan. You can do all kinds of cutting with Ball and Levine, even DeRozan, Pat Williams. And then you've got a bunch of guys that can sit on the perimeter based on the substitutions, and you can that lane what I mean they could do all kinds of stuff offensively they are ambidextrous in that way can they defend do they care about defending that's where I'm coming from that's it that's the listen and if they can take they had the 12th ranked defense last year if they can take what Lonzo brings with the the, the, the interruption in the passing lane with Pat they, Williams as like your defensive anchor exactly they have a chance to really do something. And you saw like what I believe they showed it. And I think it was just preseason, but like Vooch, um, Lonzo, and I forgot who else are high in three in, 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 in uh, um, steals. Yeah. And deflections and deflections. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, if they can do that, this can be a pretty interesting season for the Chicago. Yeah, I mean, Chicago is looking good right now. All we need is to figure out, what the Cubs are going to do with their new general manager and Jed. And if that direction is going to start leading them to getting back to contending in the next few years. But right now, when you're talking about, you know, hopefully the Blackhawks aren't trying to do two things at the same time when it's as far as rebuilding and reloading. Um, but we'll see what the White Sox are going to do at winter meetings. Um, the sky about to win the WNBA championship. 
Um, mm-hmm. The Bulls look good. The Bears have Bill Lazor calling the players, and Sean Desai looks like he's a capable defensive play caller. Um, usually it's a lot more doom and gloom here in the city, and right now it's not. So definitely, even though our White Sox got their asses handed to them by the Astros, but anybody with common sense knew the Astros were a better team than the White Sox. It's just the truth for the matter. The season told you that. And then when and they might be the World course, Series champion. When everything I want Dusty. To, I want Dusty to win one. I, I was fine if the Astros did before they beat the Sox. I don't want the Astros to win one, but I do want Dusty to win one. That's just honest. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool with I'm cool with Dusty winning one for yeah, like I want I'll give Dusty this. When you compare how TLR was and he's doing all this old school, oldy old, old school stuff, you don't really hear that from Dusty. You don't hear how he's the least like defensive shifter. You don't hear how he's not using analytics. You don't hear about like Dusty has at least continued to evolve, even if he's maybe not a great manager, but he's still a really good manager. Mm-hmm. So hopefully Dusty finally gets someone. So you got anything else before we get out of here? That's all I got. Well, you put together a great show today. Shout out to you again on the new gig. Um, and also to Appreciate our boy it. Means. Um, everybody Let's do this flip sure. with D soon. I like it. Yeah, we, yeah I said, said we'll probably do one next week, if not, it'll be the week over, the week after. Uh, so make sure you check out the next episode of Dan Davis to Flip. Jason will probably be on it. He wants to get back into it, doing it a little bit. Shout out to Jason. Um, everybody be safe. Uh, we always appreciate it. Hopefully we brought you a little bit of levity. We're joking around about, you know, drugs and stuff like that. No, no. Listen, if you're doing it, it's your business if you're an adult. But we don't advocate for anybody doing stuff like no. that. But we like to have a little bit of fun while we're talking sports. We always say take care of yourself. So that wouldn't be that's the cocaine hard to take route. A, yeah, it's so hard to say. That's what even some people say maybe you need a little, like a little coffee. But anyway, uh, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Uh, as, as Ryan said, take care of yourself and we appreciate you spending a little bit of your time uh, letting us entertain you and uh, please continue to do that and be safe.